Williams has done a decent job in the second half on Siakam. Siakam on the drive, raises up, slams it home, and it's a one-point game. 19.7 to play. Make sure they secure the defensive board here if it comes off. Ooh. It does, and good. Vucevic with the rebound, fouled by Scott. That's it. That's the highlight. Missing a free throw. Make your free throws, kids. Make your damn free throws. Wait, do we have more highlights? Shit, let's start the show over again. They're running out of time. And it will all come down to Thursday. It's another empty net look. And it's buried by Mackenzie Entwistle with 22 seconds to go. And it's just bookkeeping here at this point. It is all going to come down to Thursday night in Columbus. It's not, though. <laughs> Guess what, Sid? Enjoy your April golf, bud. The Penguins eliminated from the playoffs alongside the Toronto Raptors of Toronto. Playoff picture in full swing in the NBA. Play-in tournament bullshit happened last night in the, in, in the NHL. Sidney Crosby will miss the playoffs for the first time in 16 years. Well, he has some injuries back in there. This is interesting to see your daily sports podcast, News Narratives, takes gambling. The, Peng- the Penguins had the longest active playoff streak in North American sports. Alongside the Spurs, who missed the playoffs. The Penguins missing the playoffs. It happens. They tried to sneak in on the last day. They, it was twas not to be for Sid the Kid. And in the NBA, a uh, really close game. Uh, was that Siakam? Somebody couldn't hit their free throw. So Chicago goes up four instead of going up three. And the Raptors are screwed. Also, the Oklahoma City Thunder won a ball game last night. They're moving on. Let's look at the NBA schedule. Tonight, nothing. Really? Yes. So tonight, there's nothing. Tonight's the last, <laughs> the last regular season day of the NHL, except for some playing games that are going to happen later. And then the playoffs. Let's take a look at the NHL playoffs. Is there anything? This is the most important part of this. I seriously mean this. In the first round of the NBA and the NHL playoffs, the NBA playoff first rounds are completely pointless. Those are bowl games. They're irrelevant. None of that matters. Some of it kind of matters, but really, not really. There are six teams that could win. Of those six, two, probably not. And then that's it. They could skip an entire round of the NBA playoffs. In the NHL playoffs, the opposite is true. Every single one of these teams could win the Stanley Cup. Crazier shit has happened. Ten years ago, which is not that long ago, the lowest seed, the 16 overall seed and eight seed in their conference, not only won the Stanley Cup, but went up three games to none in every single series. That makes the first round of the NHL better than the first round of the NBA. The NBA finals and, and conference finals are probably a little bit better. Hockey, I like when there's just a lot of hockey on. So the most important thing is to scout out which series you care about. So you can see on my screen right here, which series are going to look good. And for me, this is very simple. I'm talking about colors and atmosphere. There is one series here that stands out above the rest. And that is Carolina and New York. The Carolina Hurricanes have the best atmosphere in all of professional sports. They have this old 1800s siren thing that they crank. It's a hurricane warning, like a tornado warning thing before like electricity. And they crank this, this thing and it makes a huge loud siren. They have one of those in the arena, which is dope. It's a college atmosphere. They are a team and a franchise that does not give a shit. They troll other franchises. They're amazing. We've been covering them a lot. The Islanders are also the shit. They have crazy fans on the island, and they played in Brooklyn for a while, which was stupid. It wasn't stupid. It was, it was objectively smart, but people in Brooklyn don't care about hockey, so you got to go where your bread is buttered, and the NHL is just a terrible organization at marketing, and I digress. That series will be the shit. 
The other series that will be the shit is the New Jersey Devils of Newark, which is just Newark is the largest city in the state of New York City. They're playing the New York Rangers. That's going to be great. Watching all of these New York people with their accents and their shit get mad at each other. The Rangers are going to shit the bed. The Devils are objectively a better team, but the Rangers have Patrick Kane, one of the seven or eight actual superstars in the NHL. So those, this Carolina, New York, New Jersey, New York bracket is the one I'm paying attention to. The other bracket in the East is whatever. Boston, Florida, Toronto, and Tampa. Toronto played Tampa last year, and they ended up being the second best team. On the Western side... The Avalanche were in 10th place, and then they have been the best team in hockey since Valentine's Day. That is important. Do you know why that's important? I call it the love curse. The hottest team in the NHL since Valentine's Day wins the Stanley Cup. That's a thing that happens. Have the Bruins been the hottest team since Valentine's Day? No. The Avalanche have. Best regular season team. The last time the President's Trophy team won the Stanley Cup, I literally don't remember. It has been a long time. The best team in the regular season in hockey does not win. There are other good series. The Kraken are in the playoffs. I definitely want to watch them. The Seattle teams, their second year. The, both of the NHL's most recent expansion teams are in the playoffs. Vegas is a good team. God, how many Canadian teams do we have? Toronto, they're in. We also have Winnipeg and Edmonton. Calgary was eliminated. So that's the playoff picture. We will do a full gambling preview down the road. Let's go to the NBA for some gambling stuff. So the best value teams to bet on to win the conference is what I'm going to start with. Uh, real NBA playoff starts tomorrow, I believe. The Thunder have made it in. The Bulls have made it in. The Lakers have made it in, and someone else, it doesn't matter. The Heat lost. That's all I remember. These teams won't win anything. The favorite to win the conference in the West are the Phoenix Suns. They have Kevin Durant. They are the favorite. They should be the favorite. Chris Paul is like Matthew Stafford and John Elway. Like, is he ever going to win one? No, I don't think so. But he has Kevin Durant, so maybe. If he's going to win one, this is the time. Golden State is the number two favorite. They have Steph Curry. And what's happening in basketball is these superstars have realized they don't really have to try in the regular season. They have to try in the playoffs, which is smart. It's a marathon. That's why Memphis, the two seed, is one of the bigger underdogs to make it to the conference finals. I like Denver and Memphis. They were the, some of the best teams, and it's not like these other teams that kind of, in the past, there have been number one seeds that were they just played well in the regular season and whatever. This is different than that. These guys have superstars. The best player in the NBA plays for Denver. Nikola Jokic. Memphis has John ja Morant, and if he stays out of trouble or jail, then, uh, which, I mean, I don't want to project. I don't know that he's been charged with anything criminal, but he brought a gun to a strip club, so... And then the Lakers are plus 800 to win the conference. That's stupid. That is the public betting on LeBron. In the East, the value is the Sixers, plus 450 to win the conference. Then a huge gap. The heavy, 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 heavy favorites are Milwaukee. And then a little gap. And then Boston. Then a big gap. And then Philly. And then an enormous, insurmountable gap in Cleveland. That gap is insurmountable because none of those teams can compete. There are three teams in the East that you could see possibly winning the NBA championship. There are four teams in the West. There are seven teams that could win. Pay attention. Phoenix, Golden State, Denver, Memphis. It's Phoenix, Golden State, Denver, Memphis. I put another way, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Nicole Jokic, John Moran. <laughs> In the East, Milwaukee, Boston, Philly. Milwaukee, Boston, Philly. Giannis, Tatum, Embiid. Giannis, Tatum, Embiid. That's what you have to think about. Um... <sighs> As far as matchups go, the first round, like I said, I don't care. It's going to be boring. This is just Some of these teams are going to take care of business. Maybe the Lakers pull an upset over whoever they're playing. It doesn't matter. The second round is where the action starts in the NBA. Everybody pulling for Milwaukee versus Cleveland. A little bit of a regional rivalry there, kind of. But the real thing that people want, 
and that I want is Boston versus your Philadelphia 76ers. That would be great. Philly can't beat Boston. It's a thing. They just are not psychologically or apparently physically capable of doing that. NFL draft is two weeks away. Uh, two weeks from today, we will look at gambling. Um, it's too late to do any sort of smart gambling. Right now, you just bet on what you think is going to happen. And as we get closer, the odds will become more profound. But I did see this from 27 Sports. Here are, they ranked their top 10 number one overall picks. And it just goes to show you that number one overall picks kind of blow. They have Eli Manning as the number one overall pick. Number one, number one overall pick. Then Matthew Stafford, Cam Newton, Michael Vick, Joe Burrow, Miles Garrett, Andrew Luck, Carson Palmer, Alex Smith, Jake Long. Jake Long sounds like somebody on the staff went to Michigan. Since 2000, these are the top 10. No, that just seems incorrect. Eli Manning won a couple of Super Bowls. He's not as good as any of these other guys. Maybe as good as Alex Smith if he hadn't gotten hurt. Joe Burrow and Trevor Lawrence will eventually be at the top of this list, but they haven't been around long enough, so that's fair enough. Miles Garrett's a freak, and it just goes to show you that in pretty much every one of these drafts, better players went later. Stafford was by far the best player taken in his draft. I'll say that. Cam Newton, I don't know. He was the best quarterback taken in his draft. And then Miles Garrett was the best player taken in his draft. What a freak. But um, TJ Watt was taken like 30 picks later. And then, oh yeah, Patrick Mahomes is in that draft. So I digress on that. Andrew Luck was the best player taken in his draft. He is smart and realized, hey, why would I want my entire body to be broken? Fuck this shit. I just thought that was interesting. As we head toward the draft, uh, the takes are getting out of control, which is fun. We're going to talk about all those stupid takes at a date to be named later. Something interesting coming out of the Action Network. We know the MLB is looking to expand, which I don't know how they can. Nobody watches. This pitch clock thing has worked out. So we'll talk about that next week, but more beer is being sold because they're selling it into the eighth inning, which I don't tell me how that math works because usually they cut people off at the seventh, but now because the games are going fast, they cut people off at the eighth. Ergo, they're making a lot more money. The games are faster, shocking, people like it, and apparently stadiums are staying fuller for longer. Again, shocking. There's, there's data coming out. I kind of want to wait till May so we get some, let the weather warm up. And I also, maybe we'll wait to July because we got to wait for the, the actual fun and uh, playoff sports to wrap up. And when baseball is the only show in town, let's see if things improve or get worse or whatever. But the, NBA, the MLB is looking to expand and move some teams. Everybody knows it's an open secret that Tampa is trash and nobody wants to be there or they want a stadium in Tampa. Charlotte and Nashville are rumored to be like the spots. And Charlotte and Nashville have enormous followings for their AAA team. The stadiums are gorgeous. Their teams, the important thing for baseball cities is that they have a lot of business to sell huge ticket packages that a lot of... I mean, Salt Lake City is a beacon of business in the West. It does much more for the regional economy than Denver does. It's just a great place for commerce, and there's a lot of artistics, like Adobe has its headquarters there, I believe. So the jazz owner, Gail Miller of the Miller family, is um, looking to put baseball in Salt Lake City, and I got to tell you, I love it. I think this is a great place for baseball. Salt Lake City has the appetite for football to support an NFL franchise. However, Mormons do not work on this on the Sabbath. They do not do anything but rest and spend family time on Sunday. So that won't work. Hockey has pro would probably work there. It's a little small, but it would probably work. But baseball would absolutely work. So this is breaking news from Jeff Passon from yesterday. That Salt Lake is looking to get a, a baseball team. 10 out of 10 support that. It's a great outdoor city. I, I like that. But keep your eye on Charlotte and Nashville as well. They're going to want something. But the, the landscape of baseball is going to change. The Reds, they don't give a shit. You know, Cincinnati doesn't care. So I, I think that there are some franchises that can be moving around. Baseball is interesting. If you've got the money and you want to spend the cash and you want to be good, you can. But 
if you just want a team and to make a little bit of money and kind of <laughs> kind of just waste your fans energy you are allowed to do that as well um yeah look at this right here's here's just a quick graphic from barstool sports who screenshotted this from some local bally sports affiliate i believe in 2023 the average time of a nine inning game has been two hours and 38 minutes that is on average I shouldn't try to do math. Hold on, let me do math. 30. 35, 35 minutes shorter than 2020, 2022, almost 40 minutes, more than 40 minutes shorter than 2021, and about 40 to 35 minutes shorter than 2020 and 2019. That's amazing. That is literally, this is the three-hour thing. Getting below three hours is just psychologically great. I mean, college football is going to have this problem soon, but we love football, so not yet. But this is a thing. I mean, I... We've been saying this for years. They're late on this. Ten years ago, and they wouldn't have had. They wouldn't have lost all this money. I love it. Everybody loves it. It's great. Old baseball people. We got to get this old culture out of baseball. Make baseball fun again. I'm all about it. No, ba- no basketball tonight. Playoffs start tomorrow. Last sort of regular season day of the NHL. And uh, look, here's a home run. See you tomorrow. Straight away center field. Let's make it three.